0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Uncorked with Funny Wine Girl. This is Funny Wine Girl, Ginny Luby. And this is the last episode of 2022. How exciting. Um, And when I say that, I hope that didn't sound sarcastic. How exciting. But I really actually meant it and not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. Um, I know I've shared in posts before and I'll probably do it again. I was Very proud of the statistics that I saw from Spotify for my podcast this year. Now, as we all know, statistics, research, all that stuff can probably be packaged any which way we like to make things look good. But I certainly like how they looked, Um, that I've created more content than 97% of the podcasts in my category, which I believe is society or social and culture, society and culture, something like that. Because to be honest, I wasn't quite sure where to put my podcast with the categories. You're limited a little bit, but I've created a lot of content for which I'm really proud. I believe it was like almost uh, 3,000 minutes of content. I'll have to go back and look. And uh, like 30% of people who listen are followers. And I guess that is a pretty decent number as well. So uh, I am going to start off on that little blowing my own horn kind of note. And we're going to be blowing horns for the new year. So I figure that's pretty uh, fitting. But uh, this week, I'm talking to my dear friend Oliver. And we're going to be reflecting on the year 2022 and talking about things that we hope... to do. I don't want to say hope for, because it's not like you can rub a lantern. I mean, you can rub a lot of things, but you're not going to get necessarily what you want. (laughs) But anyway, okay, already starting off great. Uh, But things that we hope to achieve, things that maybe I know I'll speak for myself and say that I do have some goals in mind. And I thought it would be nice to start off with a little reflection of 2022 about the podcast, because that is something I am proud of, But not just to say, oh, look what I've done, but I really, truly hope that for those of you who are listening, that you're gaining some insight, some, you know, education, some information, and a little bit of entertainment, because that is truly my goal. And as I say, I, even though I do have my dear friend Oliver on um, quite a bit this year my goal is to promote women. I'm one of those women supporting women, people, girl power. I still believe we need to do that. And I like to do it. So point blank, that's what that's about. So without further ado, and of course I'm recording this and I've got an icky throat, which is always lovely. Uh, I think that's the official diagnosis anyway, icky throat. I would like to say hello to my lovely darling friend, Oliver, AKA Ollie. Hello, Ollie.
1: Hi, Janine. You already, (laughs) I don't mean to start off by laughing, but you just cracked me up during that intro. A couple things you said icky throat, and you're going to rub a lot of things in the new year. And I, (laughs) I, well not the icky throat, but to rubbing things is fun yay go rub
0: <laughs> go rub well you know what i'm saying because i i, I we don't wanted to say things we you don't want to hope for things i mean you could hope for things but i guess i'm more in that this is going to be a self-help moment so pardon me listeners but like you can wish for things but ultimately we, you can't just sit back and not do things and hope they happen that was kind of my point there we're not going to hope for things we're gonna you know hope that we can achieve things because granted we might set goals, but sometimes we get lazy. Sometimes circumstances change and we just can't or whatever, but you knew what I was saying. And I said, you know, you're not going to just rub a lantern and get wishes. If that was the case, I'd be rubbing a lot more things, I think.
1: And there you go again. (laughs) I I totally knew what you were getting at. Um, It was just, it tickled me the the way you said it. And of course my brain immediately goes um, south and, and dirty. You say things like that, but um so that's what made me smile and laugh so
0: <laughs> we've talked about that in another episode haven't we about dick jokes
1: we totally absolutely um so yes happy new year, <laughs> go, happy rub new one- year. <laughs> go
0: rub one new year go rub go rub something happy new year a lantern a, a lamppost um a scratch off with a coin
1: <laughs> yes and i have now because of that i have did you rub my lamp from aladdin robin williams voice in my head right now so
0: Oh, and that's a pleasant voice to have, God rest his soul, RIP Robin Williams, who brought a lot of joy uh, to this earth, this planet. So so where should we start, Oliver? I kind of started with the toot-tooting of my own horn, and I should probably say, as I mentioned those statistics, you are listening to, not, not me, I mean, right now you're listening to me, but my guest, Ollie, is my number one fan, who I love that he not only listens, but I look forward to his little text that he'll send me uh, of what he enjoyed about the episode. It it really makes me happy. So I look forward to more of that in 2023.
1: I, of course, will do that. I'll always be your, your cheerleader because I support you and what you do and say. And I honestly do enjoy them as well. I don't just say that because I think there's been a few times where I've been like, Hmm. <laughs> and I don't think, like, I it's never been a harsh criticism, but I was just like, you know, all oh, well, of this, I don't know. You know. And it's usually about mine too. I'm like, oh God, I say and again all the time. I think that was my last. <laughs> yeah. It was like, and again, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, why did I say that a hundred times? Um, so I look forward to your podcast every Thursday. And I, it's funny, usually I'm right on time. I listen on Thursdays, but this last few, you know, maybe it's the hustle and bustle of the holiday season or, We did do a a quick little trip up north where I got to see your beautiful face in person.
0: Oh, it is beautiful, isn't it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so I think I'm a little, I was like a little bit behind on, on catching up on some episodes, but I always look forward to your podcast every week and you'll always get those texts and support from me.
0: Thank you so much. And yes, I should say that Oliver was up for some family, uh, family function. And I did get to see not only Oliver, but big Oliver, his dad, Oliver senior and Ollie's husband, Jim. So it was delightful to meet up with them. And of course we were cracking up there in the Barnes and Noble and wooksbury just being all silly. Um, but to your point about the guests, I will say it's interesting that when you have texted and said kind of like, eh, not that you've ever not liked, but use like the ones that you're like, eh, wasn't really, you know, my favorite or whatever. Interestingly enough, it often coincides with and I don't I want to be careful how I say this, I love all of my guests and I think they all have something to say, but sometimes people are a little more nervous or they're a little less chatty, or you have to dig a little bit more to get them to kind of open up to uncork, if you will. You really need a, an opener there. And so sometimes that that might not um, present the content that you would hope for. You're hoping for a little bit more. So I would say in those cases, sometimes I'd see Oliver's text and go, yeah, that was, that was kind of a tough conversation. The person um, wasn't as free flowing as I had hoped or thought they might be. So yeah, we're on the same page usually.
1: Yeah. And I, again, I have loved every one of your episodes. It was, it's not really a critique of your your episodes or something. Sometimes the the content, like you'll all know in advance or you'll promote what you're going to be talking about in the next few weeks. And I was like, I'll, sometimes I'll think, oh, well, that's not a topic I'm interested, but of course I'm going to listen to. And sometimes those turn out to be my favorite episodes because I learn a lot. And so I really appreciate that. But all your guests were wonderful. And I love that what you promote and what they promote as well. So it's, it, it is a very entertaining and you make me laugh.
0: Um,
1: that's really, as you do believe that laughter is needed in life. Um, so absolutely. You're my at least laugh once a week. I laugh more than that. Um, but you are responsible for that at least once a week laugh. So
0: well, thank you. Thank you very much, Oliver. And um, of course, my 51 year old brain just kind of was gonna like uh tag on to something you said there, and I completely lost what I was gonna say. Uh, but thank you um very much for listening. Oh, that was it. The things that you think, oh, I may not be interested in this topic, but you listen anyway and you learn. Um I would, I would just challenge people to do that a little bit more and not necessarily just with me, with this podcast, but with other podcasts, because, and I have to be very careful because if I go off, you know, me, I will really go off like a a fire hose and a city street. Um, We are so used to going along with what everybody likes, because let's face it, that's what social media does. And I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist. It's the truth that, you know, Facebook was created to be like, um, you know, like a jackpot or whatever machine uh, uh, in the, uh, Casino. I mean, it's that idea of your brain gets something happy, so you want it and you keep going. It's meant to be addictive. Um, And of course, the algorithms are such that, you know, oh, let's push this content up. So that's what gets seen. Well, original content from people like myself, other young artists, oh, young, I didn't mean to say that. I'm not exactly young, but other um, lesser known people, everyday people like me with their content, whether they're having a comedy show, uh, they're in a band, they're playing music, they have a small business. Our content doesn't get pushed up unless you help us by commenting, by sharing. Uh, So otherwise the algorithms, the the big business is going to control what the content that gets pushed out there. And to my point, it was just go beyond what everyone else likes. You don't have to like what everyone else likes. Because to be honest, I think there's a lot of crap out there um, that people like just because uh, here's an example. And you know me, Oliver, here you're like, okay, the train is already derailed. I was with my mother this morning. I took the Lubies out to brunch and we're shopping for, um, a relative, a younger girl who's 14 looking at bracelets because she likes bracelets. And the woman who worked there, who is lovely by the way, cause she complimented me. Um, but <laughs> no, but she actually liked my cork earrings that I wear. And I'm like, oh, I make these. She goes, oh my gosh, they're so cool. Thank you. So we're, she's showing us different bracelets that kids like, and she points out one and she goes, this, she goes, I don't get it. She's like, they go nuts for them, but it's literally a string with like a little charm on it, like a heart or whatever. She goes, there's nothing to them. And I thought, "Mm -hmm, I agree. And she said, I don't get it. There's many nicer things here, but they love it. And it was to me again, I know I'll bring it back. It's just all of that where it's like, I scratch my head a lot at what's popular. So I will bring it back around. You wait for it to Oliver's point. I appreciate your openness, Oliver. And since we're all thinking new year's, new year's resolutions, not to sound preachy, cause this is probably where I've lost people already. They're like, <laughs> wake me up when she stops preaching. Um, try try to go beyond what is scrolling in your Facebook feed, you know, be different. God, please be different. Um, do what you love, follow things that not everyone else is following. Chances are they're better. (laughs) They're just not known. They haven't found the right person to promote them. Um, but yeah, and be curious, uh, be curious and, and, and just try new things. Like again, not just me, but look at other, uh, books, music podcasts that people put out, try to support them. And before, excuse me, before we get into really uh, the heart of things, I did want to reflect back. Oliver had said, you know, about all the different guests I've had this year. I don't have any kind of like summary or synopsis prepared, but I do want to, in light of this past week, I do want to bring up one that I um, think is really important and I don't want this to get heavy. But uh, in November, I think it was November, I had on Brittany uh, Walters who shared her story excuse me, her mental health journey and how she had attempted to commit suicide and how she lost her brother to suicide. And that, you know, she really hopes we'll talk about mental health. We'll talk about suicide. And I know that that word can be a trigger from, for people. That's what I hear. Um, I get it. I do. Uh, And hopefully if you're hearing this and it's bothering you, you can turn off you know, the podcast, but, um, the point is she wants people to talk about it because if we don't talk about it, we're going to keep losing people. And, um, I'm bringing this up because this past week, I, I, I don't want to sound dramatic. Cause it's not like it affected my life in such a way. I mean, I'm just a fan or someone who watched, you know, Twitch, um, Steven, I think it was, is it boss Stephen boss. Right. Um, Uh, I of course Twitch. He was known as Twitch for the the DJ for Ellen, and of course he was her co-host. And I think it was called Game of Games, her Ellen's game show. And I used to love watching his TikTok videos where he danced with his wife. Always seemed so cheerful, so 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 joyful, uh, very positive, happy-looking guy. And I know we never know. Most of us will never know or understand fully what is going on in someone's head because you only know what you're being presented with. If a person seems happy. And then you think, oh, they're happy. And yes, I know that's not always the case. But when I opened up my laptop earlier this week and it said, you know, Twitch dead at 40, I genuinely, not to sound dramatic, but said to my laptop, oh my God, no. Oh my God, no. Because I couldn't believe that someone who appeared so joyful, I, you know, had just done a video two days earlier in front of the Christmas tree with his wife, always, you know, still looking very happy that he uh, would commit suicide. And, um, And I'm sorry if that's not the right terminology. I know death by suicide. And again, I don't mean to mock, but really the words are less important than the uh, act and the fact that we need to listen to one another, encourage one another to get help. If you need help, reach out, even if it takes you know, 20 people you're reaching out to because some people are assholes, right? You might reach out to someone who doesn't give a shit. You might reach out to someone who's so busy, but then afterwards might go, Oh God, I wish I had made time. And again, I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but reach out to people because you will be missed. People love you. And, um, I didn't, it's the cold hearted bitch getting emotional again. I just, I get, I was just really surprised by his, um, his death. And, uh, and I want people to stick around. So please, uh, 988 text or call if you need help. And I'm sorry to shift the mood with this. But um, I was just proud that I had Brittany on and I was so very, uh, uh, just glad that she was willing to share her story and be vulnerable and brave and share her story of what she's been through and that she's doing well right now. She did lose her brother to suicide, but she's doing well right now. And I, I wish the best for her and every, anyone else who's ever been on that path. And hopefully they're on a, a lighter and brighter path. And uh, on that note, Oliver, I don't know if you want to add anything. I do want us to get to a lighter place, but that is part of our reality of what we live with these days. So Oliver, if there's anything you wanted to say.
1: Absolutely. Um, first of all, that was a, 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 one of my favorite episodes that you you put out. And Brittany's story was, it was so brave and courageous of her to, anytime someone speaks from their truth and tells their story, which sometimes is more difficult than other stories, um, I just applaud that very much. That was, a, it was a fantastic episode. And to your point, yes, we wanna focus on light and love and reflect on things that are happy, Life is reality is tough. <laughs> you know what was the movie? Reality bites. Um, mm. and we have- Going
0: back to Winona Ryder. Sorry. I, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you just again what they say you have to go through the dark to get to the light, and it's it's cathartic. And some people have it easier than others. Um, so it's important. I like you was completely shocked by Twitch. Um, I he again just a vision of joy of happiness every time I saw him. And he always made me smile and he was a fantastic dancer. I used to watch him on So You Think You Can Dance um, is where I think his fame really started and, yeah. and off. And he was a just lovely man, not only to look at, but just you can tell he was inside just a, a beautiful person too. So you don't know what anyone's going through. We mentioned Robin Williams at the beginning of this, You know, did you rub my lamp, the genie, the voice of the genie um, and did so much. And again, we only saw the light we didn't see what was going on inside so it's you're right we don't want to dwell on darkness but you have to you have to sit no notice it you have to say it's there because if you don't then that's when it can kind of take Take over. over
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you, Oliver. Yeah. And again, I don't, I want to move on to lighter things, but I don't want to ignore or dismiss. And that's the whole point. Do not ignore or dismiss. Uh, Be willing. And then we'll, I would like to ask you what, you know, some things about your year, Oliver, but before I do that, I'll just say, be willing to be uncomfortable be willing to get uncomfortable with others, because usually, and I know this has probably been on a poster, you know, that's been hung up in a corporate building or something, but um, usually growth happens there because it's when you're uncomfortable. It's because when you're comfortable, it's the, Hey, like I'm comfortable sitting on my couch with a blanket. I love that feeling of security, watching TV, being with someone that I've known for a long time, that's comfortable. And that's a great thing. It's comfort, but you don't really grow that way and, and other areas of life you want to grow. Right. So, uh, relationships, um, you know, it, it may not be an easy thing to do to have a conversation with someone that you think something's not quite right with them, but you know what, you may not have too many more tomorrows if you don't ask. So, uh, just be willing to get uncomfortable. And then, you know, it might, might lead to some really healthy, beautiful, uh, days so so on that note speaking of beauty ollie you beautiful man tell me uh one thing or two or five or 75 although we don't have time for 75 i'm sorry my producers will just be lighting up the place and that's me um (laughs) tell me uh some things that you have reflected on for the past year things you're happy about things you want to talk about whatever you want to talk about ollie
1: I want to talk about you, Janine. No.
0: <laughs> oh, I was hoping you'd say that. So anyway, what? No, I'm just kidding. That, <laughs> Not really, but you know,
1: <laughs> isn't that a beaches quote? Like, so enough about me. What do you think about me? Or yes. Yes, of course. Uh, no, it 2022 was an interesting and full year as they always seem to be. Um, as you know, we purchased a house. Um, and we moved into that house and have been adjusting in that house and we've had guests in that house. (laughs) Woo, One. So, you know, that is something I'm grateful for that, you know, we're here, we've settled, we have a home now um, and we're making it work. (laughs) Um, So that's definitely been, you know, just, that takes up a lot of time and space and energy. Um, to do what we did in the last well few years, we moved in twenty twenty one down to North Carolina, and then you know lived in an apartment for six to eight months maybe, and then got a house. So it's been a whirlwind. Um, it's never a dull moment with my husband. Uh, he <laughs> he keeps me going and and jumping through hoops and fires and. Something else is we're doing, and we turn left, and we're going to go right, and that's just the way it is with him. So it's always an adventure, but in a good way. Um, he makes me get uncomfortable, um, which I think is one of the things that I'm attracted about him. Um, is that he takes me out of my comfort zone? Because like you, I can just stay at home, watch a movie, and I'd be thrilled, and would be great. And like I, that, you know, a lot of people is like you need to get out. I'm not really an outdoor like you love nature. I can. Nature can stay outside, that's why
0: <laughs>
1: oh, because of my allergies, it's because I don't like bugs and critters and stuff, so like nature to me is just like, oh, it's pretty, I like taking pictures of it. I like looking at pictures of it. I think it's beautiful um so, but he makes me get out and he makes me go out and do things, and we did a lot I, you know to to it, nothing dramatic like we didn't have like a Go anywhere special or do a lot of different things, but we're always doing small little things here and there that just kind of we step away from reality for a bit, and then get a breath of fresh air into us, and then we go back to life and living your day to day and stuff. Um, and I'm more of a I'm more of a day to day type of person. I've never been one to do like resolutions at New Year's, and you know, of course we all have goals, right? We all set things that we want to do, and I'm a list man. I have lists about lists. <laughs> I have to make a list to make a list to make a list. <laughs> um, so like, I of course I have like the goals and objectives and stuff like to set out for myself personally, whether it's career related or personal or whatever. Um, but I'm more of a day-to-day kind of a person and come whatever comes at me, I kind of like batted away because <laughs> I don't want to deal with it or just like, okay, get it over with. So, <clears throat> um, but yeah, just living of refreshing life these past few months, getting settled, getting adjusted to our new neighborhood, our new city, our new home. It's been nice. It's been fun. That's obviously the biggest thing that we did this year was buy a home. I can't believe it hasn't been a year. <laughs> it seems like three.
0: Was it just, was it March
1: or February? Yeah. February, worried yeah. like eighth or ninth is when the house closed. I think like right before that time We did a podcast with Michelle and she read tarot cards. And I remember that that was kind of linked into, uh, you know, that I'm something about money. And I was like, oh, well, I'm giving a lot of money to people (laughs) next week or whatever it was to buy the house. So, yeah, it hasn't been a full year yet, but it's just that was a huge, you know, purchase um, and a huge adjustment for us. But things are going well. So I'm grateful for that, too. So good. Um, especially in the market, (laughs) um, the house market, we, uh, kind of, you know, sold our house at the right time and bought the house at the right time. Um, so we are kind of lucky there too. So Mm -hmm. that's my thing of 2022 that obviously, you know, comes to mind.
0: Yeah. And I should say, um, and we've talked about this in other uh, episodes, I have visited and I got to see their lovely home and, uh, Jim watering. He was obsessed with watering the plants this summer. I shouldn't say obsessed. He was, you know, he was he was doing what you need to do when you have new shrubbery and and landscaping. You've got to water all the time. But they were lovely hosts uh, to me, and um, I will be planning my return trip probably for May again, just because it's just going to work out that way. I would have liked to have gotten there before it gets too hot. Cause I know in May it was already starting to get warm, but uh, I think I'll probably be doing that again. So we'll be talking offline about my return visit because I would move in, in a heartbeat. Cause they're just so wonderful. Although I'm sure the vacation would end after a month or so, they'd be like, eh, get your own damn dinner. <laughs> and don't be leaving all those crumbs around the house. <laughs> But yes, they have a lovely home and I'm so glad I got to spend time with you in it and I do look forward to more time in 2023. I uh I think it was a recent episode or maybe it was offline when I said to Oliver or maybe it was when we met up at Barnes and Noble I said um how's 10 days and he's like, "Oh, wasn't that how long you stayed last time?" I only stayed eight, but I guess it must have felt like 10. So, look out.
1: <laughs> and just like I said, it hasn't been a year since we've been here but it feels like three. Sometimes time just Um, is fuzzy in my head. So Um, and another I guess another thing of 2022 that was great was I got to see people close to in my life, physically face to face, that includes both friends, you included, um, and family so that was, you know, always nice to do. Um, In the times that we live in. I know why we moved away a little bit further so it makes it more difficult to do that. Um, So the fact that we were able to see people this year that we love was perfect.
0: And you got to see, I believe, uh, thankfully, you have more than one guest room, so we get to have our own. I believe the man who shall not be named, John, made a visit Uh, as well or two.
1: He did. He visited. um, His sister visited with him on the trip up uh, when they were going from Florida to um, Pennsylvania to spend a little bit of Thanksgiving holiday with his family. And on his way back down, he stopped, he stayed again. Um, And you were here, you were the only visitors and uh, overnight guests we had at our house. Because we moved here, we don't have many friends in the area or that, so it's always nice to talk to uh, someone else besides, you know, your coworkers and your spouse. So it's always nice to have those type of visitors and such. Um, And and then yes, and then I was able to, and yes, we do have, it's a three bedroom and an office. So we're going to have guests next June already planned. So 2023, looking ahead already. Um, my family's going to come down on their way to their vacation in Florida. And we're going to have a house full. And it's going to be interesting and fun. Um, oh, boy, I have to get those dates. I got to beat them
0: down there <laughs> before you run out of energy.
1: <laughs> June. So yeah. And then by that time, it'll be already like 9,000 degrees here. So, <laughs> and that's, that's, not, that's not an exaggeration. That's science, 9,000 degrees, I think it was. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we, but we look forward to it. We do like to host. We, we used to always have, when we lived in Rotterdam, New York, we ha- when we lived in our home, we loved having a, every holiday. Our, we had an annual holiday party. Unfortunately, we only got to do two. Um, and then, you know, family members got sick. COVID happened (laughs) and there you have it. Um, But we love to host. So we love having people down um, and we look forward to the future, but also it was so nice this year to actually have people here and see our home and see us and see them and spend some time with them. Because a lot of times and all the visits, like we had talked about before, I think on this podcast and offline as well, we didn't do anything really like quote unquote special. We didn't like see a concert or, or visit the beach or, you know, we just hung out and that's so refreshing sometimes just to do that with people you love. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, like I said, for me, and it was also because of how well you guys treated me. Um, I felt like I was truly on vacation, even though we didn't go like to a theme park or this or that, like, You know, we went to a couple places, but it was really nice just hanging out and one change of scenery, being out of my home, being out of my, you know, as much as I love Scranton, being out of my home area. And just like I said, you guys were such great hosts that you were so good to me that I truly felt on vacation for sure. So yeah, I I look forward to that in 2023.
1: We do too. And like I said, we love to host. So it's something that we both enjoy. So we love it. So bring it. That's why I always say. Bring your mom and dad, and you're like,
0: no, <laughs> even them. Be- <laughs> and, and I will continue to say no. I live right next door to mom and dad, and I love the Lubies just as much as everybody. Yeah, well, not just as much. I love them a lot more. Obviously, they're mine. Um, but yeah, we live next door to one another. So when I get away, I get away from everything and everyone in northeastern Pennsylvania. So yeah, they appreciate your invite, but they won't be joining me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm looking, I made some notes for today cause I just want to Cause I felt bad. You know what? I had talked to you while well, we talked through text about my last episode about the holidays, the, uh, Christmas and, you know, and holiday traditions. And I wasn't thrilled with how that came out. Cause I feel I didn't really prepare. And as I was thinking about it, I think I was a little too focused on what I don't have instead of what I do have. I know I was saying, oh, we don't have any, you know, ethnic food traditions. Cause we don't, um, And I should have probably focused on the positive of what we do have. And I did, hopefully I shared that. I didn't want it to sound like I was lamenting the fact that we don't have, but we, like I said, my family is not a food family, but one, um, tradition that I cannot believe I forgot to mention is lighting the Bayberry candle. I don't know if that's, is that a tradition that you do in your family or you that you've done Oliver?
1: I don't even know what a Bayberry candle is.
0: Oh, okay. So for the longest time, I didn't know if it was a Catholic tradition, a Christian tradition or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I, I looked it up and I found something about colonial women who had put like, uh, Bayberry into their candles and it made the house smell so good that they gave it as gifts. That's one thing I read, but really I know that growing up, the tradition was to light a Bayberry candle. So it's a berry and it smells nice. I, I can't describe it for you, so I won't even attempt it, but it, it smells nice, but you would basically, uh, as far as the tradition, I don't know if it was my grandmother that told us, I think it was my grandmother. So we would make sure we did do this every year. And like I said, I can't believe I didn't talk about it. We would light a Bayberry candle and you let it, you let it burn out. Um, so you like, so of course, you know, you normally you're told don't leave uh, a lit candle unattended. Well, we would put it in the sink and just let it burn down because it was supposed to mean good fortune. So I had looked that up today and it just kind of, is similar. It says that the Bayberry wax is not only said to bring you wealth, but tradition says that those who burn the Bayberry candle will boost the power of luck and prosperity into their life and home. So you know, no matter what the true truth, because, you know, with some of these traditions, they get embellished. Basically, the idea, I think, is as you get closer to the new year, it's bringing in, you know, uh, good good health and wealth and, and prosperity into your home. So that is a tradition that we do every year. And that is something I still do every year because it just it stuck with me. And anything that, you know, light, I love light and the idea of prosperity. Everybody wants to to start their, you know, end the year with with good hopes and ideas for the future. So.
1: Excellent. That's interesting. I I had never heard of that before. Um, So I don't, um, I love candles. I kind of like that. It's funny, like I was, like you, was born and raised pretty strict Catholic. Um, And I've kind of waved away from the religious aspect of it. But once you're Catholic, you're always a Catholic. And there's still some traditions, like, you know, I look over to my left now at the beautiful Christmas tree. And right next to it is the huge manger scene with jesus is that you know and like for jim and i are both again he was raised and again see i said it again
0: <laughs> and again again and again
1: <laughs> mother of pearl that's a three don't say that as much so right next i'm looking at the manger and jesus is laying there and waving to me and <laughs> it's also
0: my jesus doesn't wave at me he must be oh, really? at me oh. yeah he just lays there like a
1: baby I think it's the heat down here. He's waving at himself.
0: <laughs> oh Lordy,
1: Lordy, <laughs> oh, it's hot. Oh, oh me, it's hot. Um, and like Jim's was Catholic too. We're, so we're not religious people now, is my point. But we still have like a manger setup. We still have Jesus. Like we still have. We do a lot of things from our faith, regardless of what we practice or not, that we bring into us. So the Bayberry, I don't know, what is it a Christian Catholic thing? If it is, I was not familiar with it. Um, That is not something my family did, um, but I like that idea. And was it, is it a New Year's or is it Christmas or...
0: Well, it's, it doesn't, I mean, in what I've read online, it doesn't specify, but for us, it's always been Christmas Eve, not New Year's Eve. So I I should probably do more research to find out. And I, again, I think I did say this last week on my podcast that I really wish I asked more questions. That's one thing I'm sorry about. Like with my grandmother, uh, she lived with us. I was you know blessed to have her, my mother's mother, Esther uh, Cirilla Dolan, to live with us, um, my whole life, she lived with us. And I mean, we know when you're a kid, kid, you don't think of these things because you're too busy playing and doing things the kids do. And then in high school, I mean, I guess those years and like, I, I, she lived till I was 21. I wish as I got older in high school and college, I had spent time to do, an interview, even, you know what I mean? Just to ask her questions. Although my grandmother was tough. She was, she might be like, ah, oh, what the hell do you want to know this for? Like that was kind of her, you know, again, not to, to bad mouth my deceased grandmother, but you know, I mean, there are grandmothers that might be like, Oh dear. Yes. What would you like to know? That that wouldn't have been my grandmother. Just, just setting a picture for you. It would have been like, Oh Jesus. I don't remember Janine. That kind of was how she spoke. Um, so I don't, I mean, I think I would have had to approach it in a different way and and write things down as she was telling them to us. And um, so I, so my point is, I don't really know why she started the tradition. I know that her mother is. Uh, was Irish. Anna McGraw, she came directly from Ireland and her father, uh, Robert Stevens came from England. So I don't know, maybe it was more of a European or was it like, I know the one thing, it said something about colonial women. So maybe it wasn't European. Maybe it was early American uh, that maybe uh, English or uh, we're involved in or Irish. I don't really know. So I I can't say, but I can tell you that we would light it always Christmas Eve. And I still do it that way and let it burn into the morning Christmas day.
1: Nice. I like that. I like that idea. And I like finding new traditions like that because it's, it's, it's fun to start your own, like, regardless, like you had earlier in this podcast, you said that, you know, I shouldn't say young because I'm not young. You're, you're, you're still young enough to start new traditions and start something new and start something fresh. So I like that idea. I might, I might look into that. Um, that's fun. Cause I like it. I like schedule. I like pattern. I like, I'm a, I like having things as much as I like the crazy and having things coming at me, I can multitask like a, a a pro. I also like traditions and I also like, well, I'm doing this because that's what I do. And I like it. <laughs> you know, there's certain things that I just continue to do and I like to do. Um, but I also like finding new things like that. So thank you for that.
0: Well, you're welcome. Well, I will just mention one thing as far as my reflecting and then I'd like to go um, uh, move on to what we're looking forward to, uh, for 2023, the things we're going to rub or not rub to, to make things happen. (laughs) Um, Oliver's rubbing his heart. I think that's a good area to rub. Um, so I had already mentioned my podcast and I'm really proud of the content and I I am, I truly am proud of the content and I'm just fortunate that I've gotten to meet so many wonderful women or met women who've put me in touch with these other women And I will continue that for 2023. I already have um, one podcast episode uh, already done. And then I have a couple other ones lined up, conversations. And again, I I should say in here that if you are, uh, you don't have to be in Northeastern Pennsylvania, but if you would like to be on the podcast again, I really do like to promote women. So I am putting this call out to women mostly, um, reach out to me, funny wine girl, Janine on Facebook or Instagram, and just let me know your story. I would love to share it. Um, I've had people on who talked about their marathon training. I've had people on who are entrepreneurs and talked about how they got through the pandemic. Um, People who've shared their mental health stories. I've had comedians on. Uh, I've had um women who uh, not only, you know, talking about their comedy routine, but how they've had uh, life-threatening illness and how that made them change their perspective. So many, you know, just a variety of topics. So my point is reach out to me because I I always look forward to to sharing what you have to say. Um, The other thing, so in in addition to the podcast, one other thing I will mention that I'm proud of is work that I'm doing uh, for a client, King's College. I was hired as a contract worker or independent contractor, I should say, to do marketing and um, uh, communications for a uh, project that they're doing called About Face. It's a campaign basically to help reduce the stigma around opioid use disorder, uh, to educate on how this happens, how addiction happens, to uh, help change the people's view about it and the language and how we talk about it. And then, of course, to educate uh, King's College campus and the area surrounding Uh, about resources that are available so that people can get help. So I've been involved in that in 2022. I started last uh, at the end of December and got started for 2022. And I just had my contract renewed for 2023. So I'm very excited about that because I look forward to what we can achieve in the year ahead. But I am also very proud of the work that I've done with that. I've learned a great deal about recovery and about addiction. Um, Again, this is one of those heavy topics that needs to be talked about. I was able to visit a recovery center, New Roots Recovery in Wilkesbury. And one of the, um, I don't know if it was the director there or the certified recovery specialist who said something that was very powerful that, you know what, we need to talk about this because guess who is talking? The drug dealers, the people on the street who are supplying, um, who, you know, they're talking and that's happening. And if we're not talking, she said our silence is speaking for us and we do need to talk about this. Um, so I've learned a lot. Uh, I, I have a lot more to learn, um, but I'm really proud of the work we're doing on that. And so that's just something when I reflect on 2022 that I'm uh, most proud of, I guess, professionally. Um, there are other things that I'm also proud of with my, uh, my comedy and things like that. But I would say as far as my professional career, that's one thing I'm most proud of. So before we move to the future, Oliver, anything else you want to say about 2022? Any achievements you want to share or anything at all that you'd like to share before we start to look ahead?
1: Back to the future. Um, <laughs> Where's that DeLorean? Exactly. I applaud your work with King's College. And it's funny, I, we talked, I think, about the movie Dope Sick. Um, mm-hmm. And we, Jim and I, when we do a long trip, and as I mentioned, we traveled up to um, Pennsylvania um, earlier this uh, month. And we listened to audiobooks. And the audiobook we were listening to on the way down, and we just finished it the other night, was Matthew Perry's Friends, Lovers, and the Really Big Secret a Really Bad Thing, or forgive me for not knowing the exact title, but he, it was very eye-opening about opioids and, and, and just at him being an addict and what he goes through and is, and it's it's a very, it's humorous because he's, funny guy he's the type that wants to make you laugh and you know in the room but it's it was very eye-opening as far as what an addict goes through and i think the more like you said the more the drug dealers are talking (laughs) so we should be talking about it too so so i applaud that very much so um you know even without reading the matthew perry it's just fresh in my mind now um because we had just finished it so so good for you and and for them that's great
0: well thank you. Thank you. No, and I don't say that for, you know, for kudos, but um it's it's much needed and like I said it is much like you're saying eye opening it was eye opening to me as well and I've gotten to meet so many wonderful people who talk about their experiences and how it's basically a journey their whole lives. It's not like oh I was an addict. No, you're I guess you are in recovery all all your life um and it's a challenge and um it's in some cases very sad because some people lose their battle. Uh, and it's just, you know, I, I think I watched a lot of documentaries too uh, over the summer as part of this, so that I would be more well versed. And I, st- like I said, I still have so much to learn. But there was a woman, um, oh gosh, I'm going to forget her name right now. Julie Israel, I think is her name. She was on um, one of the documentaries, her and her husband, and she, they had a son who uh, took his own life because of his addiction. And he was here, this, this, their son, Michael had a, a Crohn's disease at 12 diagnosed. And I think in his teens, they were, his doctors were giving him opioids for the pain. Cause he was in so much pain. And like to, they, the, the couple, the family is like, you don't expect this to happen because she's like, if your doctor gives you 150 pills for the month, you take them because your doctor gave them to you. And so the addiction just, overtook him. And so he just couldn't live with it anymore. And he took his own life. But um, they, they spoke about this, you know, uh, opioid crisis. And they said, you know, why are, um, why isn't America up in arms? Why aren't we screaming about this? And she said, I think that it's not that's not happening because people think they're safe people think well that won't happen to my family and <clears throat> excuse me one of my favorite quotes or the quote most powerful i think is what she says and i'm going to paraphrase cuz i'm getting going to get it not going to get it exactly right but she said something to the effect of every family is only one sports injury one wisdom tooth one car accident away from addiction and after watching these documentaries and after talking to people i understand that point because Uh, pain medicine is uh, prescribed still probably too easily prescribed and it's addictive and it is a disease and it's a disease of the brain. And um, once you're addicted, it's, it's hard to, to get into recovery and get over that. So, uh, and to get healthy, I should say, get well. So, so again, I'm just, I'm, I'm proud to be part of something it's, it's, it's rewarding to be doing work that you're proud of is what I want to say, because that is why I left blue cross in 2010. I actually left blue cross in 2010 to promote my business, laugh to live and do laughter yoga. And I did that for a long time. And I still do that. So I still offer laughter yoga, but I've, I've kind of fallen back to, or I shouldn't say fallen back to, but I've kind of shifted back to um, what I went to school for, which is marketing communications. And so my clients it's, you know, I've, I've, had many clients that I'm happy and proud to have, but there's just something really especially rewarding about something that we, we have, there's so much work to be done. And so if you can make an impact on anyone, that's, that's always nice, but um, enough stroke in my own ego or whatever the hell <laughs> I'm rubbing that thing again. Um So let's look forward to 2023 because I know I have specific goals, but I want to hear from you first on things. And they don't have to be personal, professional, whatever things you're looking forward to, whatever it is that you're, you're excited about for 2023.
1: 20, a lot of rubbing and stroking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could see why that would make people happy. Isn't that the happy ending? That could be a happy beginning for
1: 2023. There you go. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you always make me giggle <clears throat> um, or giggles 2023. Um, 2023, I look forward to um, definitely more visits from people like you. I look forward to, um, and and now that we're here and established, when, when, when Janine was down in 2022, this past year, I gave her the beautiful tour of like, that's my one doctor. This is my other doctor because we just moved here. We really didn't know the area. And I, I, we tried to learn as much as we could as, <laughs> but so Janine got the tour of where all my doctors are. And I have a lot of them. Uh, a lot of- Tell
0: everybody though, my favorite place that you took me.
1: Oh, I don't know. Do I
0: think about it? I was so excited. It was like a Mecca. And why am I talking like this?
1: I don't know. The
0: wine place. Oh, not the winery that didn't have any of the wine. I liked. Oh, Oh, Riesling. No, we don't have that. No, we don't have that either. Oh God. No, that's not coming this year, honey.
1: (laughs) Yes. We had an unsuccessful visit to a winery. Although the woman behind the counter was not, didn't have what Janine particularly wanted. She was very friendly and helpful. And I took her to total wine and more, which is a store here. And so I gave her the tour of my doctors and a wine store and the wine store oddly enough was her favorite. I don't know why, Um, (laughs) but it's a great store. It is a place uh, I used to buy a lot of my wine through Janine. Now I have to go towards my, uh, my second favorite supplier, which is total wine and more plugging them. I don't own stock. I don't know anyone that works there. I just, it's, it's a big huge wine store and they have everything and they have wine tasting and the people are actually on the floor and, Literally, you can ask them one, your, like they're knowledgeable. The customer service there is um, commendable. And that's the second one that we were in. We were, uh, Durham has one. And I don't even know if this isn't, obviously it's a chain because there's more than one, but I don't know if it's like a Southern thing or if it's national. I don't know anything about the company, but that was Janine's favorite visit.
0: I will be oh. sending them a, the bill for that lovely plug that you gave them. But no, I should say that I, it was- we do not have one here in Scranton, and I don't know if we have one in like Philly, like bigger areas. But I had never been to such a jo- like such variety of wine. And to Oliver's point, the the uh, employees, the coworkers were there were very helpful. And I, I that's you don't always get good customer service. I think that was the other thing I had mentioned that thanks to uh, Dead to Me on Netflix, where I first learned about orange wine, and I had never had it, and I know that. There is a place in Jersey that carries it, but excuse me, not too many places, at least around here in Northeastern Pennsylvania have it. So I was like, I want to try orange wine. And the one person, the one woman said that she didn't have any. And then the other woman who happened to here or whatever followed us and said, oh, were you looking for orange wine? I found a few. So I just thought they were really good. And now we can move on from them because now they owe me money. Go ahead, Oliver.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I forgot all about them. Um, but so I do look forward to that. And I do look forward to like getting to know the area a little bit more. And when people visit like Janine, our favorite guest to come down, we will have places to take and, and, and learn more about the area and stuff and we already have like we ha- we've gone to museums, we've done a lot of different things. So it's fun. So I want to explore the area uh, definitely a lot more um, where we are learn a little bit more about our new state and our new um, city that we're in. So that's something to look forward to. Um, And the visits for family we look forward to. We look forward to um, visits from friends. And I'm looking forward to, I uh, love to write and I just don't do it enough. And in 2020, the thing that motivated, I just would sit down and I, I I felt it was, I was making it a task. Like I, instead of just doing it because I enjoy it. I was saying, I need to write. I, and I was putting that like burden on myself. So I was in 2020, in 2019, I started coming up with, idea. Yeah, I wanted to start writing again. I was like, well, yeah, because of that, I should write about something that I love. Um, so I chose the whole movie a day blog and I did, 2020 was every day I would watch a movie, I'd write about it and then post it and, and two people read it and I I love those two people. <laughs> But, and it wasn't really about that. For me, it was about having, again, I'm a list man. So now I have my favorite 365 movies of all time and they're ranked and I just, and you can go back and look at it. And what I've been doing, now I'm doing another blog. I'll get back to that in a second. Now I'm doing another blog that I'm looking forward to. I started December 1st, watching all of the 94 best picture winners at the Academy Awards and most of them I have seen closer to like 80 through like present. A lot of the earlier ones I own because I wanted the collection that's a best picture winner. Um, So I started from the first one and I've worked my way up. Now I think I watched movie number 16 today and I'll be typing up a little bit about that and posting it. So I'm looking forward to that and continuing that through 2023. My goal is to have that completed on March 12th, which is Oscar night. And that we'll have our 95th Best Picture winner. So, so that's my writing. But going back to my my 2020 when I did um, the movie a day blog, I wrote a lot about my life in it. And when I started piecing together like certain aspects of it, and I always wanted to write a play or a novel called Autobiography of an Ordinary Man, and I was just gonna like kind of write a story about a, a guy. And then I started writing piecing things together from my blog and taking like movies when I watched Ferris Bueller's day off and what I was doing or what happened during when I saw Brokeback Mountain. And, and I, told, I realized that I'm telling my story through this blog. So now I've started and what I want to do in 2023 is piece it together and put it in, instead of ranked movies, I'm gonna piece it together in chronological and then see if I can come up with some sort of backbone to a novel slash play. So that's my writing goal for 2023 um looking forward to doing um that's a lazy way out of writing a story but not really because I did write them they are you know I have them already written I'm just piecing it together differently and I it came to me a couple weeks ago really I'm like I was looking I was like because when I started a new Instagram and I where I'm putting all of those movie things on where it's just my movies um and uh I started, like, I look at a movie, I'm like, and I read a little bit about it. And then I was like reading certain ones, random ones going through. And I was like, this is like my life story. So it might not be an interesting story. Although a lot of interesting things have happened to me, I think. And, you know, I think it'll be interesting. So that's, that's a writing goal that I have. Um, Like I already said, I'm not one for resolutions. And I've always been that guy at the gym that every January be like, oh, here they come. (laughs) Here they come. Yep. For that here's all the people making their resolutions. It'll clear out by March. I have actually eat- research
0: shows it clears out by February.
1: Oh, really? Okay.
0: Seriously, yeah. And that's just and again, not being a pessimist, that's the research that shows that, at least from what I've heard, uh, that most most people or a good majority have already stopped them by
1: February. Yeah. So gotcha. good to know. I and I and again, I was a pretty regular gym user. Um, but when I moved here, I didn't. Then I stopped. I did join a gym last year to get back into a little bit of shape. And then it fell off my, I don't know what what it fell off of. I just stopped going. And (laughs) what did it fall off of? What fell off you? (laughs) um, Nothing fell off. I I blamed the heat in June. Like I was like, oh, I just didn't want to go outside. It was just so hot. Um, That's just a lame excuse. It was hot, but shut up and go. Um, So I think I'm going to be one of those people in January that is be like, I mean, I already have the membership, so it's not like I'm joining again. I'm just going to start going again um, because I really do. That's good for the Parkinson's. That's really my only fight against Parkinson's besides, you know, because the medication just treats the symptoms. It doesn't treat the disease. Um, um, Exercise is really the, um, the thing I can do for myself to help. So I think I really need to do that in 2023. And if I don't, you and Jim have the authority to yell at me and say, do it. Um, <clears throat> once I get going, I will say I'm usually good, but it's, it's always getting started. So I think I'm using the whole resolution thing this year to say, you know, um, just shut up and do it and go. Um, and I am a big, like, I like to reflecting like through the year. And like, I was always one of those people on Instagram that would post like your top nine, I think is like, you'll start seeing them pop up on Instagram, your top nine pictures or whatever. I can't even do that because I only posted six pictures (laughs) on Instagram this year. I mean, I I go and I like, I, I think my average is like 25 minutes a day on Instagram. So I'm not a big, you know, social media person. Um, I did get rid of Twitter. I got rid of Facebook like two or three years ago. I can't remember, 2018, I think I ditched that. So I'm not a big presence, um, but I think I want to be a little bit more um, outgoing on social media as far as posting next year too. And again, not really for anyone, not for the likes, um, but just for myself. Because I think, I don't know, it gives like I like looking at my other Instagram account that I just started and looking back at all the movies and like it feels like I accomplished something I look back and I say oh I did that and it gives me memories like I would post things on Facebook all the time and like things that I liked videos and stuff or movie clips or quotes um I wasn't really doing it for the likes although it's nice to start a conversation with someone like someone says oh yeah I love this song or this movie or that quote and then you can talk about it and bond over it I did it because I wanted to put stuff that I liked. So that's I think I'm gonna start doing that a little bit more, be a little bit more active on social media, which is some people are probably like, well, that's a stupid, silly thing, but some stupid little things are necessary, I think. So I think it'll just give me a sense of accomplishment and just post things that I like that makes me smile. So
0: and they'll probably make other people smile too, chances are, right? So
1: are, absolutely. Um and I am one of those people that's very curious and um, I do try to do uncomfortable things to get me because um, you never know what you're going to like until you try. Um, I, I, that's, a, I've learned that from my mother making me eat vegetables when I was five or six, like you've never got to know unless you try. Um, the only thing she ever get me to eat was liver. I tried it. I hated it. And I-
0: <laughs> but the question <laughs> is, have you ever packed it? I can say yes to that. <laughs> I have packed bloody liver and it's quite disgusting, but yeah, it does have a lot of iron in it, I guess, to eat. <laughs> and
1: my mother used to make it and no one would eat it. So then she gave up and liver and onions was like her favorite meal. Like when she went out, if it was on the menu, she would get it. But I remember saying, like, you're not gonna like it. You're not gonna know if you're gonna like it unless you try. And I did, and I didn't like it. But she's right. That sentiment, though, is right. Like, you don't really know. Like, if I see a movie or a show, or I listen to an album, or like Taylor Swift, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan. But she had a new album come out, so I listened to it because maybe there's a, maybe there's a song you know that I'm gonna love. And I'm shame on me for not at least exploring. Uh, something like that as as little as that is you know as compared to you know instead of reading a headline read the story and get to know something you know about something to make yourself knowledgeable learn more so I've always been curious like that I'm going to continue doing that too because okay. I think yeah so. very
0: good. And by the way, I don't think that's lazy approach with your writing. You already did the writing, and I think that sounds like a great idea of pulling out the personal that you've already shared. I think and I know, I think that's great. In fact, um that lovely transition, Oliver, uh, to something we did talk about, I think off <clears throat> excuse me, offline last time about similar in my situation, I want to curate content that I already have. So similar to you, you've already done this. Now what pull it out. Can you extrapolate it and create it into something else? That's something we spoke about because I said to you, one of my things for the new year, and this is going to include a little bit of my bitterness and saltiness, but they're yummy and things we snack on. Right. So why not? You could, I don't want to say snack on me, snack on this podcast, but not on me anyway. Um, Yeah, not to get too salty or bitter, but I feel like, and I kind of alluded to it earlier about what's popular isn't always quality. Um, I feel like, you know, and and to Oliver's point about social media too, some of us are on it Like there's personal pleasure in it to some degree and satisfaction, but a lot of us are on it for if we have a business or like promoting comedy shows or whatever. So we really need to be on it, but it's not always rewarding. Cause like I said, you know, I'll have one friend share a podcast episode uh you know to their friends and you'll see the same damn meme with the misspelled word almost 95 percent of the time and you know i'll see it 30 times in my feed and it's i hate to say monkeys i don't know if that's even culturally okay to say anymore monkey see monkey do god knows where that has its roots and please don't you know whatever if you get upset you get upset i don't know where the hell it comes from but the idea is if everybody likes something i must like it too um So anyway, my point in all this is like, always trying, you know, as someone who does comedy, who's somebody who does the podcast, I'm like, you know, always looking at like, oh gosh, that only got so many likes and that didn't get much reaction and trying to, to know what's going to be popular. And it's like, or undervaluing myself. Uh, And that's something uh, women have imposter syndrome. So yes, men do too, but women without a doubt, more women have imposter syndrome. And that just means that we don't, we're, we feel like we're imposters, that we don't belong somewhere. We don't have the knowledge or we don't have the capacity or we don't blah, blah, blah. And that's all bullshit. Cause we do. <laughs> and I, for 2023 want to, you know, say, yeah, I've created a lot of good content. Now, how can I repackage that? How can I package it in a way that's going to, and I don't want this to sound materialistic, but to get me uh, more attention and more money, because um, I I do want more clients. I do want more business and I am proud of what I do and I'm passionate about what I do. So it's certainly not all about money. Clearly, honey, if anybody knows me, (laughs) you want to see my, feel free to look at my tax documents. I am not all about money. As I drive my Honda Civic Civic, that's a lease. Um, I am not, but I want to value myself more. I want to demand more as far as what I, I charge and to curate my content because I've years I've created different content and it's like sitting on my computer and you know, different things. So I, I do want to curate that. So on, on to, to tail on to uh, what Oliver had said. Um, do you mind if I share some of my other ones, Oliver? please do. Okay. So, you know, I'm like, I'm a geek for words. I'm a word nerd, as I like to say, and I love alliteration. So I was driving to Wilkesbury the other day to uh, visit King's college. Cause that's one of my clients and Edwards garden center, which is also a client in the uh, Luzerne County area. And things popped into my head that I want to do more of in 2023. And of course I'm like, Ooh, that's a hard C. Oh, that's a hard C. So of course it was easy for me to remember them because they were a hard C. Uh, Curate was at the top, curate my content. Collaborate. I feel like I do a fair amount of that, but I also don't believe that I'm a good team player and I I can cop to that. I probably say I prefer to work alone or when I am working with other people, I like to be the one in control. (laughs) I don't often trust a lot of other people, sometimes with good reason, (laughs) but not always perhaps. So I want to add a little more collaboration in my 2023. Uh, Curiosity, and we talked a little bit about that before. Uh, on, On my podcast, one of my podcasts, actually the first one you'll hear in the new year, I had a conversation with Lisa Van Arsdale, who is She's a, she's going to be a trip. Let me tell you, you're going to want to listen to this. She's the person who's been a professional, a professional. Oh my God. I've been drinking Amaretto on the rocks and it's hitting me here. The rocks are hitting me in the head. She's been a professional. She's been a professional snuggler. She currently, one of her jobs, she tastes liquor. She's a a tester at a, some liquor place. I've done comedy with her. She's, she's traveled with Patch Adams and I'm probably giving way too much away. Interesting person. But when we spoke, she said, and I, I don't mean to toot my own horn again. Toot, toot! Hop aboard the compliment train. Ego's busting in the caboose. My caboose is busting. Um. Anyway. <laughs> oh. Anyway, Lisa said something really nice that she appreciated that I am who I am, that I, I'm not afraid to put it out there, and that I do follow uh, my curiosity. And we talked about that. And I I do feel that I do follow my curiosity, but I feel I need to do that more. And I feel I need to get curious about more things. So that's more of an educational type of goal. Get curious about more things. Like, you know, I'll see, you know, like a, I don't know, a forum, community forum or a community conversation that's advertised, that's free. Come out to a lecture, learn about a certain culture, different things. I might go, Oh, that looks interesting, but I'm less likely to go because I'm going to go by myself. And it's like, I want to say yes to that kind of stuff more so that I broaden my horizon so that I learn to understand things I don't know about, uh, more. So that's one of my goals. Um, travel. Of course, I'm going to be traveling to see Oliver and that's a done deal. So, and he knows as I say to him, uh, you know, be afraid cause I'm coming. He's not afraid, but he knows I am coming. Uh, I would like to get to France again. I, for those of you who don't know the story, I won't go off on it too long, but I did make a friend when I first visited France in 2000, I think it was two Marie and her husband, Jean-Claude. They're actually around my parents' age, I've been to Provence with them for a week. I've stayed in their home for a week. They've come and stayed in my home in Scranton, Pennsylvania in 2015, which is the last time I got to see them, excuse me. And we were supposed to get together in 2017 and go to Holland because um, actually how we met, I was on a train to get to Van Gogh's grave site in a town called Auves-sur-Oise in France, outside of Paris did not know what stop to take. She drove me and my friend, uh, Chris, God rest his soul. He's actually passed away. He was a friend of mine who went on the trip with me. She drove us there. We've been friends ever since. So she knows how much I love Van Gogh. And we were supposed to meet and go uh, spend some time in the the Netherlands, 2017, because I've never been there. We did not get to meet. (sighs) She had some illnesses, time happened, things passed, whatever. And, you know, none of us are getting any younger. So my goal for 2023, I would like to get to to see her and her family again. Very talented, compassionate family. Her husband, Jean-Claude, visits people, prisoners who don't have family. They both paint. Her sister, Jean, who has since, <clears throat> excuse me, passed away was also a painter so i have a painting by jean claude by marie several a couple by marie uh her sister jean i got one of her paintings as well uh marie's son is a photographer so they're very talented family i hope i get to spend time with them again in 2023 uh i'm hoping my friend tina gallagher you've heard from her on the show a couple times she is a romance author she goes to a uh conference for authors in london So I'm actually hoping to tag along with her in June because I've never been to London. And I will tell you again, opening up your interest and curiosity for years, I had no interest in England. I thought, I don't want to go there, but hearing other people's stories, starting to watch shows, a lot of British shows that might seem silly or sound silly. I am in love with the idea now of going to London, to England. So I'm hoping to kind of go with her stay there for a few days and then either take the channel or a train, the channel, I think it can be expensive, but somehow manage to meet up with Marie and and go to France again. So that's a goal. Um, Two other big goals I'd like to share just to put them out there because sometimes they say, actually not sometimes, I will share this little tidbit that I heard at a workshop or a conference. Research shows that you are more likely to meet your goals if you share them. Because that kind of makes you feel a little more accountable. And then sometimes people can help you. They might even just say, oh, how's that coming? Or how's that going? And it should never make you feel bad, by the way. I want to put that out there. It should never make you feel like, oh, yeah, I said I was going to do that, but I didn't. I know, I see Oliver grinning. Did I do that voice again? I'm in a band.
1: (laughs) I'm in a band. But at the the start of this podcast, I used to bother you all the time. (laughs) How's your podcast doing? When you start your podcast.
0: (laughs) Podcast. Yeah. And and, I mean, I do say that with be careful, we have to walk a fine line. And again, I do think, oh my God, I'm going to derail all over. I don't think it's it's wrong to hold people accountable because I know that I struggle with this uh, you'll see it all over. And I will, I will accuse or hold this idea of you have to like digest whatever is out in social media. Yes, you do have to be kind and give people grace. However, we do live in a world where it is absolutely okay and necessary to still hold people accountable. There is nothing wrong with that. Yes, have grace when the person's going through something and they can't meet deadlines or they can't respond to your emails or they can't understood. That can't be 247, 365. Or the relationship needs to shift. <laughs> so I just want to say that I got to put that out there. And I don't know where I started with all that Oliver helped me out. Where was I with that before I said I'm in a band. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Once you said that I lost it. <laughs> no, you were talking about um, be, uh, putting it out there in the universe of what that you wanted to.
0: Thank you. <laughs> no, but seriously, I forgot. But yeah, so my point with that is share your goals because it can be very helpful to have supportive people and not just supportive. But I mean, there are, is such a thing as an accountability coach out there, although that's probably more of a West Coast thing, but, you know, your friends to check in with you. So how's that going? Did you ever sign up for that class? It's not meant to bully or badger you, and you shouldn't feel guilty because you could just communicate. We have words, right? Not to get condescending, but use your words. It's always good to communicate and say to someone, you know what? I found that I actually already had too much on my plate. Or you know what? It's just not going to work out this year because I had a financial investment that I can't do. It's okay to shift your goals and your plans. However, it's, a, it's also a good idea to have people who can just ask about it and maybe even say, well... Okay. So do you need help? Do you need a babysitter so that you can take those evening classes, things like that. It's always good. So that is why I'm going to put these two big things out there. And then I'm going to wrap it up because that's all I have to say is these two things. Um, well, Oliver, we'll see what else you have to say, but I have two big goals that I would like to see happen, or at least get started in 2023. The one I am curious and you know, here here, this falls to. I had this idea years ago, never pursued it and maybe, you know, timing can be everything. Maybe now's the time. Maybe it wasn't right years ago. I am interested in, um, learning more and talking to developers of getting an app created. I thought about it years ago for the laughter yoga, and now I want to pursue it again. It would be kind of like a mix of laughter yoga, like, uh, videos, meditations, Some comedy, some humor, some of my funny wine girl doodles, something that's really just, I was going to say the essence of Janine. That's a perfume that I don't know how well that would sell, but the essence of Janine. So one is an app. I want to at least start the conversation with people because I know in the past, my thought was, oh, they're awfully pricey, but things change. Technology has changed and maybe it's affordable to at least get started or to to get one created by someone who is willing to do it. Uh, at a discount because they're just starting themselves or something along those lines. So that's one goal. The second goal is to go mobile uh, with my laughter. I had this idea years ago and never pursued it. Uh, wouldn't it be cool if I could get a company like The Laughing Cow to hire me to go do laughter yoga in a van or something, like pull into places and do it you know, uh, somewhere course I would need a driver because of my driving anxiety or else I would just be visiting the same parking lots in Scranton over and over. (laughs) Big Ben, Parliament, hey, it's her again. Uh, So those are two big goals. Otherwise, yeah, I'd say that's kind of it. Those, uh, Those things I already mentioned with the hard C. And, uh, before I continue to keep babbling and then those two goals that I'm actually kind of serious about, they've been ruminating in my head for a long time, never thought of taking them seriously. And I probably should have, but that's okay. Shoulds are, you know, not helpful. So, okay. Oliver, last thoughts, ideas, questions, concerns.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm concerned about your hard C. Um, I (laughs) app i you had never spoken to me about that either so i love that idea so yay for that um and two i'll be your driver um as long as it's not dark and in the rain i'm good (laughs) Nighttime's okay if i know the area um but if it's nighttime and raining we'll just pull over and sleep in the van but no yeah i'll be your driver (laughs) cool wouldn't that be
0: kind of neat though i had that idea like and this is, again, I don't want to say sad because it's never good to, to look back and go, oh, I should have, or oh boy, that doesn't do us any good. It really, none of us have a DeLorean. So, I mean, not the kind that's in Back to the Future. So, I mean, maybe you do. If you do, I applaud you. If you're getting your plutonium, whatever, from the Middle East or wherever you're buying it, good for you. I don't. So it's not helpful. But I'm when I tell you about that idea I had, and I don't know why I'm getting like my grandmother who used to point her finger, but hers was arthritic. It's true. I'm not mocking, but she'd be like, you'll get old someday. Um in a different voice. But yeah, I had that idea years ago, I think when I left blue cross in like 2010 and I was like, I wonder I should like, how do I even reach out to, you know, someone in the corporate or marketing department at laughing cow? Oh my God, how do I do that? And then I just let it drop. And I don't know what that, that was like my surfer voice, I guess. Oh my God, how do I do that? I don't, and, yeah, and I'm, I don't mean to culturally appropriate Southern Californians, but, um, <laughs> And I let it go. And it's like, you know what? I it popped into my head again recently. And either that idea, like with the laughing cow or kind of creating my own brand where it's like literally a mobile kind of laughter yoga where I'm paid by the company to like set up shop in the parking lot for their employees, their clients, if it's a hospital could be patients, whatever. I like that idea. So.
1: (laughs) I only have one thing to say, and I did not know your grandmother starred in *The Wizard of Oz* as the Wicked Witch of the West. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog
0: too. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right. Okay.
1: That, so I was like, "Is that what was her name? Margaret Hamilton, I think, was the actor played." I'm like, "What? You you had many voices today. I applaud that. May, <laughs> may more voices come to you in 2023."
0: <laughs> and I'll do I'll do like an Oprah moment. But may the one that's the loudest be your true voice. Did you like that? <laughs> <It is. laughs> and you know, I you you knew. Did you you met my grandmother, right?
1: I did, yes, and she did not.
0: <laughs> no, she didn't. But am I? Is it not correct? I mean, I really, I don't think she was the type to even put on air. She wasn't the type that'd be like, "Have a seat, hon. Let me make you a cookie." That was not her.
1: No, and my grandmother. I only knew one of my grandmothers. I think you as well. Correct. Right. Yeah. Um, my other uh, two grandfathers, I knew my dad's and my mom's, uh, fathers, but I only knew my mom's mother and she was kind of like that as well. Like it was like, you know, <clears throat> she would serve us. She'd love to like cook and make stuff and do all that stuff. But you, and she would like hug her, but she wasn't like a real, personable like oh honey what do you want to do what do you want to do? no it was more like tough love and mm-hmm. and I loved that as a kid like she was one of my favorite her and my mom were like two strong women in my life from the get-go and that's why I, I think I love strong women because I, that's who raised me I mean my dad was there too you know but like those were the women that really raised me so she my my grandmother was like that too so um I, similar um And she didn't sound like Margaret Hamilton either. I don't even know if that's her name, that actress. I'm going to have to Google that later. But (laughs) anyone (laughs) named Margaret Hamilton out there is loving the plug.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's like, oh, Ollie, stop. (laughs) Yeah, to your point, my grandmother, she was... She came from really tough love. And of course she gave my mom like, and when I say tough love, let me rephrase that. Cause it might not have even been loved. It was more tough. Um, like her mother, Anna McGraw act like when she was bad or let's say, well, kids are bad. What does that mean? They didn't follow instructions or didn't do what they were told. She would get beaten with a hairbrush. Like that's not really love. You know, I'm saying that's, again, we could look at that on a different scale with a sociologist and a psychologist of what you do, what, you know, you know, so she probably came from an abusive mother too, but so she was really tough on my grandmother my grandmother was kind of tough on my mom, but she was softer with my brother and I, but still not like a mush, you know what I mean? And uh, so that was kind of my point. Um, And she is actually the only grandparent that I knew. I didn't know my grandfathers either. So unfortunately, um, but that's not said to be like oh it's me I'm just saying it would have been nice to know them
1: absolutely absolutely yeah. and it was my, my other grandmother was alive but I she passed away when I was like seven so I have images of her and visions like I don't have visions of her now but I had I can picture her and I, I remember certain very little um, things about her but um, so no I, I can relate to to your grandma and my grandma are probably of the same cloth or at least in the same fabric kind of section of the store
0: (laughs) i'm smiling because um she had nicknames for a lot of people and i'm thinking of um mary stain (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) she had a name for her um she had she had some not nice names for people and i don't i won't (laughs) I won't name them now, but anyway, she's, she was a tough gal. So what can I tell you? And she would answer the phone. That was back in the day, you know, the kids of today won't understand. But back when you had that phone where you had to go, shh, shh, shh. or even when, if it was like pressing buttons, like you had one line and, you know, someone would call the house and she'd answer hello. And it would be like, is Janine there? You know, well, the well, I don't another voice is Janine there. And my okay. grandmother would say no. <laughs> Um,
1: <laughs> good, times.
0: good times. Those were good times. Uh, anyway. All right. So let's wrap up here. Um, I've, I've reflected again, super proud of the podcast. And I will say to you again, I don't say that just to toot toot away, although it is a lot of hard work, but I do it because I care truly. And my goal always promote women. Yes. But also hope that you gain something from it. You listeners a new piece of information. Um, And again, I'm not saying that like, I'm not doing like major research, but these people are sharing something from their lives. So hopefully you learn something, gain some insight. Maybe it'll inspire you to do something that you wanted to do or to make a change in your life. That would be amazing. Get a few laughs. That's that's certainly, that would make me happy, even if you walk away with just a few laughs. Um, so I'm super proud of 2022. Look forward to more episodes in 2023 to hear from fabulous women. And you'll hear, of course, from my dearest, Ollie, again, because we can't not do this because it's too much fun. Uh, any parting words, Oliver?
1: Be happy, laugh, be joyous, take it day by day, be curious, have fun, life goes... Cliche, life goes by fast, it is the, the truest of true things. Uh, we've been friends since we've been age 14. Can you believe we're heading into 2023 and that we are in our early 50s? That is astounding to me. And I tell my son now, who's going to be 26 next month in January, at the end of the month, please live your life. It goes by fast. Just That's always my advice, whether it's the end of the year, the beginning of the year, the middle of the year it zooms enjoy it, as much as you can.
0: Very, very true, very true words. And I can't believe, yeah, it, it does seem, and I swear, and not to sound again, even more cliche, I feel like each year that passes, it seems to go faster, which, you know, you hear older people say, and it does, cause it's like, oh my God, November was like a blink that month. And it's like, oh my God, I think it does. But I think that is part of our society too and how we do get caught up. And I won't say about other people, but myself, like you get so caught up and you're like, oh my God, where did the day go? But you have to like one thing and I, I'm not tooting my horn again, but one thing I do a fairly good job at is like a, at least stopping in certain moments. Not always, but like, <laughs> you know, my I've shared my story about squirrels and the bird feeder, um, but that is also such it's a source of like I, I won't even say what I've been doing to chase the squirrels lately, but um, the, when I look out and I see a cardinal or a little chickadee at the bird feeder, especially last week, I actually posted it on Instagram, a reel of them in the snow, the snow falling all around and them at the bird feeder. That, oh, to stand there in my kitchen and just look out the window, And then I got out, actually, I think I was on the porch for some other reason The bat, maybe putting out my recycling and because Cardinals can be kind of like skittish. They don't come around if you're making noise, but I happen to already be there. So I had the pleasure, the luxury of kind of being able to video them. And that makes me feel good. And as I'll often say, when I do laughter yoga online, something else to look forward to, uh, I offer that on my Facebook page, Laugh to Live. I will say that like, do the things that make you feel good. You know, as long as they're not hurting other people, that kind of stuff, like standing there, like being in nature is good. It's literally healthy for us, like lowers our blood pressure. There's actually research about it. So those moments I, when I acknowledge them, but to my point is we do get caught up and that's how things go so quickly when we're not really taking the time, because before you know it, it's like Oh, okay. It's eight or nine o'clock at night. And where did the day go? So like, try to just like Oliver said, really embrace those moments and enjoy them as many as you can. And even though uh, I will say this, a lot of people, Oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. And I'm going to be a little tough love here and say, for some people, I think that's bullshit um, because you make time for what you, well, I'll, I'll go off. Here we go, Oliver. I'm going to derail again. Um, An example for my professional life, I have a meeting that I'm excited about and looking forward to with a CEO of a pretty big foundation in Scranton. A friend, now, granted, I will admit, I did, I was able to connect through a person who is also well known and well respected. So obviously that did help. It didn't hurt. But this woman not only got back to me, but took, she is going to literally meet with me for coffee. It's not a phone call, it's not a Zoom, it's not a talk to my assistant. It's a, let's schedule something in January for coffee. So for that, and then you have other people who are like, they literally can't even respond to you. And again, I know we're also in this age of, well, give them grace. Some people just don't do, okay. I know, you know, Oliver, what I'm trying to say, but basically we all deserve respect. Some people are just not respecting other people is the bottom line there. But anyway, I don't know what got me going on that, I don't even know, Oliver. I'm sorry. I apologize, but being in the moment, but also making, that was my point. I, I, I knew I was going to circle back around making time for yourself because if you say, oh, well, I've got this, I've got that 10 minutes, 10 minutes to like watch the birds. If that's what you like 10, 15 minutes to walk around the block in your neighborhood, to get fresh air, you have to make time for these things. You have to, because if you don't, you're going to run out of energy and the people that you're rushing around trying to help aren't going to have you if you don't, cause you're just going to get burnt out. So please take time, make time for yourself. Cause you're certainly worth it. All right. And that's it. That's a wrap on 2022. Woo! I should have had a blower out. Woo. You know, one of those horns, not a, you know, the a blower. I said, not a fluffer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. The last, I listen to
0: this. A noisemaker. I should have had a noisemaker because I have them in the attic because this is this is like, oh, I got to take this moment, Oliver. This is emotional. This is you and I. This is this is special. This is the last episode of Uncorked with Funny Wine Girl in 2022. That's a big freaking deal. It's a BFD. (laughs) 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 Yeah. All right. People listening, I apologize. (laughs) I'm getting out of hand here. Boy, who knew Amaretto on the rocks? And I blame you, Oliver, because here's, you know, why here's, here's, you know, why. why I bought the Amaretto And it was a little pricey, that di Serrano. Of course, I got like a giant-ass bottle. I'm like, where am I going with this? I bought it so that I could make um, Oliver's recipe for eggnog martinis. I'm going to make them this. um, Well, you'll be hearing this after the fact, so forget that. But I'm making them to have with my parents, with the Lubies. I like eggnog. I like spicy eggnog lattes and coffee. So I look forward to making this martini. But anyway, that's why I bought amaretto. I did buy it. However, I will tell you, if it was something I didn't really like, I wouldn't have necessarily invested in it, but I do like Amaretto on the rocks. It's very tasty. It's good.
1: Good. I'm glad that was my mother's favorite drink.
0: It's good. Well, then I will think of Chrissy when I drink it. There you go. She'll get a lot of love. I'll be pouring out a lot for my homies. This year in 2023 so all right so we're going to wrap this up here before i get too silly and i always say to people who've made it this far you're the true listener so i'll say this to you oliver it's a little meta hey oliver you're listening to oliver (laughs) but seriously folks seriously um me and all my voices i do want to thank you uh i am really happy i don't want to keep saying proud but i really am proud of this year's content So happy to bring you, connect you, and have you listen to the people that I've had as guests. And I'm so grateful to them for sharing uh, parts of their life with us, their stories. I'm really grateful for learning from them, for being inspired by them. So thank you. I hope that you forget about resolutions. Don't worry about if you do something, oh, no, I said for the new year, I was going to do this and it's 10 days in and I didn't. You can start new every day, any day. You just... Don't worry about calendars. Don't worry about other people's timeframes, criteria. Don't worry about algorithms and FOMO and all that bullshit. Don't, just don't. Just make things work for you on your own agenda, your own life, how they fit. And just think of yourself and your health, your wellness and everything along those lines for 2023. And I really do wish you the best. So as I always say, I thank you from the bottom of my heart and the bottom of my wine glass.